We mentioned Hashem Shomrecha, Hashem Tzinlecha, Al Yad Yeminecha. We said Hashem watches over us, and the way He watches over us is by being our shadow. And we explained that the way we are with others, that's how Hashem is with us. So Hashem says basically, is a condition. You want me to watch you? I'm here to watch you. But I can't watch you if you're not doing the same for my other children. So the way we act with others, Hashem is our shadow. But the goal is Hashem wants to give us and wants to protect us. But we must be doing the same. Why does it say Aliyad Yeminecha? That's the question that was asked last week. Why does it say Hashem is your shadow by your right side? What does the right side mean? Just say Hashem is your shadow. Hashem Tzilecha. So, simply it means, I don't know if simply, but it could mean that when a person the yamin, the right, is always the stronger, the kind, the hesed. That's called the right. The left is the negative, right? The deen, the negative side of the person. So the yad, yamin, the right side is referring to the person who is doing beautiful things. And the left side is referring to not so good things. So Hashem says, I am your shadow when you do good things. For example, if you love people, so I will show you love. When you have compassion on others, that's Yamin, all the good that you do, whether you have Hesed for others, Ahava for others, Rahamin for others, all the Yamin, the good, Hashem says, I am your shadow. I will be the same like you when Aliyad Yeminecha. When it's for the good. But if you, let's say, act the opposite, let's say, I see that you're cruel. So do I become cruel? Am I your shadow? Does Hashem also become cruel to me because I'm cruel to others let's say Hashem sees that I have a hatred for people does Hashem also shadow me and have a hatred towards me right that's why the pasuk says no Hashem tzilecha Hashem is your shadow when aliyad yeminecha I only stay on your right side if you're doing the right things, then I will be your shadow to do that for you. But if you don't do the right thing, I'm not going to be your shadow and act that way towards you. Not like sometimes we do. When we see someone doing something wrong, we feel that's a, we feel that's a uh, license to also do wrong. Hashem said, I don't act like that. If you're doing the wrong thing, I do not become your shadow. 
I don't become cruel to you because you're cruel to others. I don't hate you because you hate others. Now, we said, we said that those who have compassion, we give an example. Hashem has compassion over them. And those who don't have compassion, right? Hashem doesn't have compassion. That could be. Which means that Hashem, if we, let's say, hate, there's something called Hester Panim. You know what Hester Panim is? When Hashem hides His face. Hashem never does bad to us. But Hashem, there is a Hanhaga, there is a behavior that Hashem has with us. There's no, from Hashem, no Ra comes, no bad comes from Hashem. But we, with our actions, can cause Hashem's face, Kavyachol, so to speak, to be hidden from us. In Berkat Kohanim, we ask that Hashem's face should shine. Ya'er Hashem Now, if there is an absence of Hashem's shine on us, that's what we call darkness. Which means Hashem never actually does bad to us. But it, our actions themselves, like for example, when we do the wrong thing, it's like a person who took a grenade and blew it up in front of himself. So you can't blame anyone but himself. A person does the wrong thing. The punishment of whatever happens is not that Hashem himself is coming with a stick. We have a wrong understanding of how this world works. You know, unfortunately, we have this childless understanding that when we do wrong, so Hashem takes a stick and He beats us up. Or He does something to hurt us because since we're doing wrong, He is going to get angry and He is going to take action on us. That is not the way things work. The way things work is that the, the act itself that we do is in itself the problem. Every wrong act has already in it the negative outcome that comes. You follow? Now, if Hashem is protecting us, even negative things that we do, we can have protection from it. But if Hashem steps back and has Hester Panim, so then the world will operate the way He created it. Something called Hester Panim. So again, if you show love to others, if you show compassion to others, Hashem says, I'm your shadow. I will show that same love and that same compassion to you. If you hate others or you're cruel to others, Hashem doesn't say, now I'm cruel to you. That's not, that's not what happens. All Hashem says is, I can't be involved with you. Someone like you, I cannot be, I can't be your shadow for the negative. 
I can't be a shadow of a positive because you're not doing positive. So Hashem just steps out. And when Hashem steps out of a person's life, he's basically left to the nature of the world. And whatever he's doing and whatever effects of that, that's what happens. That's why it says, Hashem Hashem only is your shadow to do for you when you do for others when it's in the positive. That's why it says, Hashem says, love your friend. Ani Hashem, you'll find me right there with you when you love your friend. If you don't love your friend, so then I'm out. I'm not there. So that's why specifically it says, right? Hashem is our shadow to do to us what we do to others where? Only on the right. But on the negative, Hashem doesn't turn that negative, ne- negative and he becomes that negative to us. By the way, by the way, it's a very good, it's a very good model of behavior for us as well. When somebody does good to you, when somebody does good things in general, we should also be a shadow to that person. When you see someone doing good, you should appreciate that guy and do the same good for him. Whether he's doing good for you or doing good for others. And when someone is not doing good, someone is cruel, someone comes up to you as a cruel person, you don't become cruel to him. You don't, you don't attack something bad with also being something bad. It's never okay for you to be cruel to somebody. Even if they are cruel. It's never okay to be to have hatred to somebody, even if they have hatred. If there's a situation that requires the right thing to do is to take action on that person, you do it. But it doesn't come out of hatred and doesn't come out of cruelty. Unfortunately in life, we, we, we also like to mimic what other people do to us. The people who are kind to us, we're kind to them. The people who are rough to us, we're rough to them. From here we see, that's not the way. People who are good to you, you be good to them. People who aren't good to you, the most you can do is leave them alone. Just leave them alone. But you never cross the line of being their shadow and say, well, they did this to me, I'm going to do that to them. That's called what we call revenge. Let's, let's, let's explain last week the story with Rabbeinu Akadosh when we said he had a... He had terrible yisurin, uh, 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 suffering, because the Gemara says he didn't have compassion on, on, the, on the calf that came to cry to him. He didn't want to be slaughtered. So Jack Zesky said, how does that fit? So it's very simple. It would, it would seem, it would seem, according to what we're saying, that Rabbeinu Kadosh had protection. I don't know if the suffering came because of what he didn't do or, or he didn't have compassion it could be that he had a physical problem but Hashem was compassionate over him and protected him but the minute he didn't have compassion so Hashem took away that compassion and now he was left on his own until he brought another like we saw last week he brought compassion 
and then Hashem had compassion over it. So again, Hashem doesn't do bad to you. The most He'll do is step away from your life. And it's not even Him stepping away. You basically didn't allow Him in your life. It's called Hester Panim. Now, even in Hester Panim, by the way, even when Hashem is hiding from you, it's not like He forgot about you. It's not like He, for, he, it's not, he didn't love you anymore. But there's a behavior of stepping back until you bring him close to you. So anyway, in summary, that's what we mean when we say, Hashem Shomrecha. Hashem is the one who watches over you. Hashem Tzilecha. He is your shadow. He will do what you do. What you do to others, he will do to you. Where? Al Yad When does Hashem do to you? What you do to others, only in the good, only in the chesed, only in the right things. But when you do wrong to others, Hashem does not become your shadow to do wrong to you. It doesn't work like that in Shaman. When you do wrong, you're pushing Him away from you. That's right. Hashem can't exist in a place of darkness. So basically, you push them away. So it's your doing. But he doesn't go and say, oh, you're cruel, I'm going to I'm, I'm be cruel to you. It doesn't work like that. Again, we have to learn from that. That's one of the midot that we have to learn from Hashem. That when someone is doing bad to us, that doesn't give you the license and you shouldn't do bad to them. Again, step away, step away. But don't do and try to help them if you can. But do not become a bad person to others. Because they're bad to you. They spoke Lashara, so now you're going to speak Lashara. How many times that happened to you? When you heard a person speak Lashara, and you feel now you have a license. They spoke against you, or they spoke against others. I'm going to speak against them. Your friend tells you, you heard what that guy said about me? And then, and then right away you say, oh, he said that about you. Now I'm going to go and tell you what other people say about him. And you feel you have a license. You, have a license. you don't have a license. Doing wrong, being a shadow to others good is a good thing. Being a shadow to others bad is not a good thing. But it's a very big ta'ava, you're right. It's a very big desire to get even. It comes from anger. It comes from elimination. You want to eliminate the guy. He, he tried to wrong you. He tried to eliminate something in you. Either to eliminate his kavod, your kavod, or to eliminate a relationship that you have. What do you want to have? You want to go eliminate him. Torah says, be careful. Lord, tikom. Do not take revenge. It goes so, I mentioned this once to you before. For example, if someone doesn't invite you to his party, doesn't invite you to his wedding, you're not allowed not to invite him back. Imagine that. Guy doesn't invite you because he's upset with you. Alright, so you're upset. You didn't get the invitation. Now his daughter's wedding come. You're not allowed to go and say, I'm not inviting him. He didn't invite me. You hear that? I'm going to give you another one. Let's say a guy gives you for your son's wedding high, $18. <laughs> now you usually a guy who gives, you know, you give, you give $100. That's, that's your gift. This guy, he came in and gave you high. You're not allowed to give high back. 
Say, you gave me a thing, You can't do it out of revenge. It's possible, by the way, it's possible that if a guy didn't invite you, if that's sometimes when he doesn't invite you, it shows that you're not so close to him. So therefore you could not invite him because of that. That's okay. As a measurement of your relationship, you could measure, oh, you didn't invite me, that means we're not so close. So I'm not going to invite him, well, we're not that close. If it's, if it's a measurement of how close we are, then it's okay not to invite him. You understand? But if you, but, but if you really are close, and he's just angry with you, so he's like, he's not inviting me, I'm not inviting him either. That's a problem. Follow? So that warns us very, very strongly not to behave with people the way they behave with us or with others. It's not a license. It's a very hard thing. But we have to catch ourselves. And Hashem is the role model for us. Hashem tzilecha yadaminecha. I don't, I don't shatter you in the wrong. I shatter you in the good. Well, unbelievable. Yes. How can Hashem see the glory See, there are some times where the fruit is not out of hatred. There is, there is, there is such a thing in life as a person who did wrong, and that person needs to be, needs to be uh, uh, um, avenged, and needs to be, um, what's the right word? Discarded with. When, when a person represents evil, right? So there's a mitzvah to get rid of evil. But it doesn't come from a vengeance of hatred. It doesn't come from, let's, let's say for example, there's a murderer, right? He's go, going around killing people. So there's a mitzvah to kill him. Get rid of him. If you have rahmanut, if you have compassion on evil people, then... You are called an evil person because that person is doing a lot of evil. Good. But, but yet, when you destroy that person, right, it has to come not from, oh, because he did to me, so that's why I'm doing it to him. The, my, my, my mindset is it it's actually should be a difficult mitzvah for you. And you need to get rid of this person. It shouldn't come with a simhat. That, oh, now I got him. He got me, I got him back. It could come from a simha of, I got rid of evil from the world. That I feel bad the guy is evil. It's a different attitude. It's not, oh, because he came against me, so my simha comes because now I'm getting him back. It's not like, I should be happy that I am getting rid of the evil in this world. That, yes. But it shouldn't come from a, a, a tit-for-tat type of uh, attitude. When, when people do all the wrong things and they get away with it, that's not a good thing for this world. It's not a good example for your children where there's no consequence. When the Shaim will run around and nothing happens to them, right? It's not a good model for people to raise their families when they see that anybody who does anything gets away with it. So when there is vengeance taken against evil people, it brings Kiddushah into the world. And it brings more light into the world. That's what you should be happy for. Very, very important pasuk, this kapik. This becomes a very important pasuk in two ways. We see how Hashem behaves with us, but just as importantly for us, we must, must take lessons from this pasuk, not to go down 
to people's evil and people's wrongdoings. Don't, don't <coughs> let people take you into the mud. Getting rid of evil is sometimes in our hand. Again, you have to know what the rules are. You know, this is not a free-for-all where you just walk around and decide, oh, that guy is evil for sure. Yes, look what he spoke yesterday against me. You're an evil guy. We, if we decide what's evil, it's a big problem. But if we follow the wisdom of the Torah, what's considered evil and what's considered the epitome of evil and what's a person who is supposed to be put away and we follow that, that is not a bad thing. You know, there are people in the world who have this, uh, um, they have no balance in their, in, their, in their behavior. For example, there are people who are against cruelty or against killing, right? Nobody, you can't kill anybody. If a terrorist is coming to kill you, you can't kill. If, it doesn't make a difference. Why? Because we think killing people is bad. That, that's not the way we look at the world. We don't have any value in itself that is in a value that's eternal. Every value has the principles of that value. Killing is terrible unless you're killing for this purpose or that purpose. Everything has a balance of right and wrong. You can never take any value to an extreme and say, I believe in kindness. Well, sometimes, sometimes you shouldn't do kindness. If your son is begging you for a car that is not appropriate for him, but he really wants it and he's hurting so much and he's sitting a week in bed crying, right? And you're a kind person. Well, in that situation, you're not supposed to be kind. Because kindness in the place where you're not supposed to be kind is actually causing damage. Follow? Sometimes giving your son or daughter a reprimand or a consequence which they might feel pain because of it feels like you're a cruel person. But in that situation, that's called kindness. That's called compassion because you're thinking about the future of the person. So taking any value to an extreme is no good. You always have to know what's the right thing. So, so too when it comes to terrible people. When it comes to terrible people, if, if, if the clarity of the Torah shows that such a person is dangerous to the world, for whatever reason, then it's a mitzvah to bring light to the world by getting rid of that person. Yes, good? Clear or no? Hashem tzilecha. Don't forget it now. For yourself, not only for Hashem. Don't ever forget. Someone does wrong to you, do not be a shadow. Someone does good to you, learn how to be a shadow. Others explain, by the way, in this pasuk, it's a very similar, but a little bit of a different twist. That the pasuk is saying, Hashem shomrecha. Hashem watches over you. Hashem tzilecha. Hashem will be your shadow to protect you. Not exactly like we learned till now. But Hashem is your shadow. will do to you what you do. Hashem is your shadow to protect you. Aliyad yeminecha. By your right hand. The right hand is the hand you give charity. The right hand means not only do you give charity, but you give it with your right hand. Pasuk says, 
Tatsil Mimavit. Which means that the power of charity, the power of giving money to those in need, especially when it's done with your right hand, not the charity you do with your left hand, the charity that you're forced to give, or the charity that you give without, without a feeling of simha. The charity you do with your right hand, to say, what is zechut I have? I'm able to give money. That kind of charity becomes your protection. Utsdaka tatsil mimavet. Even death. Even they made a decree of death on a person. Charity is able to save the person. It's able to be his shadow. Shadow, not, not shadow. Be his shade. It's like a person who has the sun and he gets shade from a tree. A person can have a situation where God forbid something bad is supposed to happen to him because of what he did and what he messed up. With staka tatsil. Look at that word tatsil by the way. The same word as sales. Tatsil mimavet. Staka, it saves a person from even that. The Gemara brings a very famous story of Rabbi Akiva. It says that Rabbi Akiva, when he's having a child, he saw that according to the nature, I don't know what he saw, that this daughter, the day she would get married, she's going to die. Could you imagine having such a daughter? You're stuck. Your daughter, you get ready for her to get married, you find her a shiduch. But here, you're stuck. You find her a shiduch, she gets married, she's supposed to die. So you find her a shiduch, you don't find her a shiduch. Rabbi Akiva behaved like a person is supposed to behave. We're not supposed to look in these things and change our hishtadlut. So he found her a shiduch, and she got married. She got married. Gemara says that uh, she uh, was doing her makeup for the wedding. She was doing her hair. And she took one of the, you know, the they put in the hair. What do they call those? A pin that they put in the hair. She, while she's doing her hair, she took a pin and she put it in the wall. In those days, those they weren't uh, the walls like we have. She put it in the wall to hold it. When she takes out the pin, she takes out a snake, a snake, a dangerous snake that would kill. She killed the snake with the pin. And she was saved, she stayed alive. So our father asked her, my daughter, what happened? Did you do something special? She says, yes. She says, yesterday, in the middle, you know, in those days, they didn't hire caterers. They didn't have party planners for sure. When they made a simha, they actually cooked food. And they invited people to their house to enjoy a simha, to have dinner. So you can imagine the home of the kala, a day or two before the wedding, people getting ready, preparing, baking, cooking. Everything was being done to get ready for the wedding. And the kala, of course, is very busy besides the preparations. She has her own preparations. 
Today, Kala is already preparing for her two months to get doctor. She, she's out. Uh, she needs to get in the right mindset. Understand? So imagine the Kala is working. She's helping. She's doing. She needs her own preparation, her own, you know, her makeup, her, her dress. In the middle of all this, Ani knocks on the door. Worst time for a person. Sometimes there are times in life where you're not in the mood to see anybody. Imagine Ani knocked on your door to support his yeshiva on Motzaek Kippur. Imagine you're walking into your house, Motzaek Kippur, and a shaliyah comes and he brings out the papers. He says, he says, really, we have a big project. We're about to build a yeshiva. We really need your help. Could, 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 right? What, what do you want to do to the guy? Want to kill the guy? What, what, are, you, are, you, are you out of your mind? How long now? You come to me now after I'm starving. I don't know what you would do to the guy. And, and Ani knocks on the door in the middle of this whole what's going on in the house. And he says, I'm sorry, I'm hungry. Could you give me something to eat? The Kala herself opened the door for the guy and said, of course, please come in. She made him a plate with all the food, hot, fresh, and she gave him to eat and to enjoy. Says the Biakiva, that Ani, that plate, saved you, me mother. Supposed to die. I don't know if you told, I'm sure he didn't tell her that. That she's gonna, she's gonna die when she gets married. I don't think she told him that. But Rabbi Akiva told her you should know. She didn't know what she was doing. What you did, and that, for that Ani, that moment, which was very hard, that's Aliyad Yeminech, took care of him. When you're a Kala, you're getting ready. You took care of him yourself, you saved your life. With Staka Tasil Mimavet. This is Hashem Tzilecha. When you're doing beautiful things, when you're doing kindness with your right hand, Hashem is there for you to protect you. Have a wonderful day.